0: Welcome to Season 2, Episode 21 of the Family Travel Australia Podcast. We are Katie, Paul and Jasper from the Feel Good Family. Join us as we explore this great country, Australia, its people, places and cultures.
1: Welcome to this week's podcast,
0: Welcome back to chilly Tasmania. (laughs) It's getting cold, isn't it?
1: it, Look, it's definitely... Well,
0: hang on. It's getting cold for Queenslanders. Yeah,
1: that's fair to say. It's (laughs) on a downward trend, uh, but the days are picture perfect. Uh, The occasional four seasons in one day sometimes, but it's never hot.
0: No, it's certainly never hot. Even standing in the beautiful sunshine like we did today, (laughs) it was warming, But still cool. I have to say though, I mean, we've traveled, we've traveled a fair bit and we've traveled a fair bit throughout Australia and we've traveled a fair bit overseas as well. Tasmania is the only place where the weather app is pretty much spot on to the hour. So if. Are
1: you talking about Siri?
0: Well, okay, so, yeah, so we use Apple phones and so we've got the Apple weather app. Right. And so when you open it up, it can say, okay, here you are in Tasmania. Today is going to be, you know, a minimum of six, a top of 14, and it's going to be sunny between 9 a.m. and 11, and then at midday it's going to rain, and then at 2 p.m. the sun's going to come back out.
1: At 4 p.m. it's going to blow a gale.
0: Exactly. It's going to be super windy. And, I mean, you can literally set your clock by the weather app. Yeah. It is so accurate. Now, I don't know why, and if anybody out there knows why and how do they just have the best meteorologists down here in Tasmania.
1: I don't know about that. I think Siri... Lives in Tasmania. Siri
0: lives in Tasmania, perhaps. If you know why, I so desperately want to know because it's fascinating to do me. Do you know
1: what? It's interesting. It could actually have something to do with weather station. It sounds like a Dr. Carl question, does
0: <laughs> Or Dr. Carl, if you're listening. Listener, if you're a
1: listener, <laughs> uh, there could be a, a, a few more weather stations down here because they do monitor the weather in relation to the rest of the world here as far as air quality and
0: that is true. I mean we we experienced that when we were in the northwest when we went to Wool North to, tours. Yeah, we went on our Wool North tour and we breathed in the cleanest scientifically proven to be the cleanest air in the world and they did in fact talk about all of the different weather monitoring stations down here in tasmania because of its location on the globe so maybe that has got something to do with it that makes sense actually
1: there you go anyway
0: there you go that is a really long way of saying it's bloody cold
1: well done now one point that you made was in relation to travel again not on the the show notes in front of us, <laughs> but hasn't this period of time made you realise what a privilege travel is?
0: Oh, d- yes, it has. And we have always, you know, I-, I-, I love that word privilege and we we do use that word to express our gratitude, I think, for being able to be in a position to travel and experience, well, our country but also other destinations. Other cultures
1: and and we take it for granted. We just, you know, book a ticket, jump on a plane Mm -hmm. and, you know, a couple of meals and a couple of movies and you're in a total different part of the world.
0: It reminds me of that awesome uh, comedy sketch by (laughs) Comedian. Help me out with his name,
1: please. C.K. Lewis.
0: Yeah, everything's amazing, He's and nobody been a dodgy cares. Isn't he? And it's it is worth googling for a laugh. Um, What's it called? Everything's amazing, but nobody cares. I it's think just,
1: it is hysterical.
0: And it is about it is basically about the incredible thing that is flight and being able to <laughs> hop on a massive, heavy plane and fly through the sky with ease and you know you exactly what you said I a think couple of drinks watch it a couple of movies anyway i'm ruining it but but we we do digress yes it is a massive privilege and i think all mm. of us can agree that in this period where we've basically been told that we can't leave our house unless you know we fall into those certain few categories it has made us reflect on what a privilege it is to be able to travel. And whether that's doing what we do full-time in a caravan mm. or whether that's bundling the kids or your partner up on the weekend and doing a road trip or a day trip or an overnight somewhere.
1: Look, what it's going to do is give people a little, you know, little slap and a say... A reality check. Exactly. Driving to a national park, going to the beach if it's not on your doorstep seeing a, a sunset over a mountain range mm. you know these these things that you get to experience through travel are absolutely something to really just stop and take in because they are a privilege and when that is taken away from you uh yeah wow well, you really you know be thankful it does change
0: yeah. your perspective I have to say I've been um, loving my Instagram feed at the moment because the sunsets, the beautiful images of Mm. big old growth trees, the the beach shots, the epic drone shots that are coming up on my Instagram feed at the moment of people and their memories – from travels in the past and reflecting on those awesome times that they've had and, and you know, making their lists of destinations to get back out there, I feel like we're all a little bit more in touch with, now I'm going to sound a bit airy-fairy here, but I do feel <laughs> like we're all more in yeah. touch with the planet with Mother Nature, you know, we're we're not Here taking we those. Here we go. <laughs> no, but we're not. We're not taking those things for granted anymore. Like what you said, Paul, to get out and see a sunrise, or stick your feet on the sand or on a grassy mm. patch and ground yourself.
1: Look, what I think is going to happen is that
0: simple pleasures, man. Yes.
1: Oh my God, she's
0: <laughs> she's off on a tangent. Out
1: in the garden on the wacky way. <laughs> Okay, that was taking it a bit far. That was. And I'm not going to edit low that out. Blow. But the bucket list, I think, is going to change. What mm. we, well, <laughs> due to some some parts of it being that you can't travel internationally for, yeah. a, you know, the foreseeable future. But I think our bucket list needs to change.
0: How incredible is that, though? For It's, it's almost like a, 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 you know, something that's been forced on us to see our own country, wherever you are in the world. You know, Paul and I have always said, you know, we love international travel. We love getting out, experiencing other cultures. We love, you know, going overseas. But the reason we decided to pack up our lives and travel full-time in a caravan was so that we could see our own country. Check out your own backyard. It's amazing. And that goes for no matter where you live in the world.
1: Or Luther Cora. You know, an Aboriginal elder up on the Gold Coast, part of the Yugambeh language group, he said to me, people spend all this money to travel over to distant lands like Egypt Mm. to see ancient cultures Mm. like the pyramids, you know, or the Incas, or whatever it is. And we have the oldest continuous living culture here in Australia, on earth in Australia. Yeah. And we experienced that. We went to Carnarvon Gorge. Oh, my God. We look at this... 62 meter wall that has over 30,000 different pieces of art in it, whether that was paintings or, uh, you know, uh, there's burial sites mm-hmm. and etchings. And I mean, and, and, you know, they'd last dated at 9,000 years and it's, well, it could be 30,000. I mean,
0: it's, it's epic. It's
1: epic and, and it's incredible. incredible. And it's here and it is our backyard.
0: And in that moment, because talking about it, Gosh, we're off track, aren't we? And we will come back to our show notes. But talking about it and visualising that is one thing, but standing there at Carnarvon Gorge mm-hmm. and experiencing that and being maybe a metre away from the rock face and looking at handprints, people's handprints, so not just artwork, little baby
1: handprints. That's that's something that really affected people. Stood move there. Hair.
0: 9,000 years ago, mm. 9,000 Arg- plus arguably longer yeah, yeah. years ago where we were standing and put their hand on that particular rock and that print is still there. Like it is, I don't know, it's, it's an experience that our words can maybe inspire you a little bit but to actually physically stand there and have that full body experience of standing where somebody did that amount of time ago it's incredible i don't know know what we were talking about before look i think it's in in
1: in in the sense of ceremony and ritual and and culture i think that's what gives it the weight that impacts you that matters and and that you want to know about and that you put your you, you know it's, it's human nature you, you always bring it back to yourself you know
0: well and that's exactly yes leaving your mark on the world too mm. and that's the thought that i had when i stood there and looked at that and i put that into perspective these people have physically left a mark on the world for others to see and experience yeah. how incredible
1: an amazing you know, that it really is so accessible. It blows me away.
0: And so that's what we were talking about. We were talking about how amazing it is to get out, explore your own backyard, your town, your, I mean, for us in Tassie at the moment, it's 30 kilometres from where we're based. So
1: There is the segue, (laughs) if you're listening still, to the show notes. (laughs) There it is. Well done. That was good. Look at that, 11 11 and a a half half minutes. minutes in. So... National parks have opened in Tasmania. Can I please yes. get round the floor? Woo! And although it's a short lead, it's thirty kilometres from your place of residence or where you have parked up your home on wheels. Mm-hmm. So it's a short net, but Tassie is not a big place.
0: No, and, and with incredible national parks everywhere, right?
1: That's right. So we were able to, you know, basically draw a circle and go, okay, well, we could get to Huonville and Mm -hmm. Sydney and Hobart. And and we're able to go to this really special little place called Snug Falls. Mm. And it was only, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes drive south of where we are. Uh, Now, just preface this, for the purpose of exercise, you are allowed to visit a national park. Now, I just want to say, if you'd gone to Snug Falls and you weren't going there for exercise.
0: What are you doing there?
1: <laughs> no, what I was going to say was that.
0: You'll be you, exercising. Yeah, you're going. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> if you want to see the waterfall, you will you can be exercising.
1: Be, you can be fit and your heart rate is still going to be elevated because you literally have a two-kilometer uh, walk. They say it takes about an hour with a three-year-old
0: give hour, or take an hour around 15
1: hour <laughs> 20 um and then obviously the time you spend down there but it, it's this crawling descent all the way down yeah you know i think it's only at, at an elevation of two or 300 meters but it, it is very uh rough underfoot rocky, rocky
0: big tree roots yeah trees
1: falling over that you got to crawl under and yeah. and it's beautiful i mean it's Amazing. Incredible.
0: But in saying that, totally accessible. Jasper walked the entire way down to the waterfalls and yes. he made about 90% of the way back up on the okay. incline. Slight,
1: slight exaggeration. I carried him on my back <laughs> <laughs> for the last, you know,
0: couple of hundred meters. meters. Okay, well, see, we're putting Do it know, all out on the You know, this is interesting, table. isn't
1: it? Hang hang we all on have different metrics. <laughs>
0: See, we're putting it out on the table. I will just jump in and say I'd been basically holding Jasper's hand and looking after him (laughs) the entire way because Paul is our chief uh, filming expert. So Paul had the GoPro. He was in front. Jasper and I were following. We crossed rocky patches and over big tree roots and and little bridges and mossy parts and muddy parts and the – the sheer drop off on part of the um, path on the way down that freaked me out a little bit, so I held his hand so tight that it probably hurt. And on the way back, I said, "I'm just going to walk. We're so close. There's only a couple of hundred meters to go. I'm just going to walk. I'm just going to walk in front a little bit, Paul. I, you know, you've you're good. You've got Jasper. Yep. What happened?
1: Well, when Let's just paint the environmental picture a little. (laughs) It is a steep incline. Bear grills, think bear grills.
0: Oh, it's not Mount Fuji or anything like that. No, it wasn't that bad.
1: But um, I, yeah, I had him for ten seconds, and bang, he was over and
0: tripped on something. Over he went. Lots of tears. So he got carried the last two hundred or four hundred, depending on who you're asking meters. But okay, getting back to the point. He did it. He did it. He was amazing. We did pass a couple of other families. Now, I'll say a couple. It literally was only a handful of people. Yeah. With kids who were also yeah. out exercising. That's a good point. We've
1: been to so many national parks and never have we seen an allowance of dogs on oh, yeah, a lead. That's right. You're allowed to walk your dog there as long as it's on a lead. So I'm not sure if that's something we've just missed. Uh, maybe it's. Only in certain we'll parks, parks, in Tasmania. We should but actually look. You would think milk. a domestic animal in a uh, a natural environment and wildlife conservation oh, kind of oh area wouldn't allow that, that, but there you go. We did see that, mm. and um, yeah. and we passed a couple of dogs mm. that were with these families, and I thought, oh, that's.
0: Good. Different, mm. it's cool. Bottom line, though, I have to say, it was amazing. Now, the waterfall itself and the walk was amazing, anyway. And I'm sure, had we done Snug Falls before the restrictions and lockdown came into play, we would have said exactly the water, same thing. Absolutely beautiful. Yes,
1: that's that's fair to say. I mean, we we were buzzed. We, there, there's no other way. Don't you way.
0: think the air smelt just a little bit? <laughs> sweeter and clearer and there's no other
1: way to to explain it except that we were definitely all buzzing jasper was jumping out of his skin uh, uh you know and i was as well you were we were just uh, i was just excited to be filming you know with yeah. the gopro and we will feature that in this this weekend's episode on yeah, youtube absolutely so you, you'll be beautiful. able to check this out and then the waterfall itself was absolutely yeah beautiful and it's this environment that Looks untouched, you know, and that's, what I think, what National Park quite often represents and, and presents, you know, is, is an environment that is outside of your, your normal routine and that's what's so special about them. Yeah. Well,
0: Jasper was referring to the waterfall as the Lost Waterfall. So we were on a trek. We were on an epic adventure, <laughs> uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark-esque type of uh, yeah, adventure, weren't we, to find the Lost Waterfall. He's like
1: Mark Tear's dream, Yeah, isn't he? He is. he's like,
0: yeah. The Lost
1: Falls. And we're like, okay, that's what it's called from yeah. now on.
0: I mean, we did say to him once we'd reached the bottom, do you think that we should call it The Found Falls now? <laughs> and he said, no. No. No, The Lost Falls. Yeah, yep. you've got
1: to give people something to, yeah. to seek out, right?
0: Yeah, but it was beautiful. And so we are... We are super excited to be able to uh, get a little further afield than what we have the last, gosh, six, seven, eight weeks,
1: eight weeks almost, that we've yeah.
0: been uh, parked up with the van. Cooped up. Cooped up with the van. Getting out to really, and I think coming back to what we spoke about at the start of the podcast, that real appreciation of the simpler things perhaps in life. We don't have to travel to you know, incredible destinations that are far from our own backyard to be able to have incredible experiences.
1: Yeah, perfectly said. The other thing is that we now know that we've got our radius of 30 kilometres still to play in over the next few weeks. We are going to explore every possible reserve or nature oh, okay. park or national park, whatever we can find um, to really just get ourselves well oiled in our knee joints for yeah. what's to come when restrictions are eased even further here in Tasmania, which we hope to be, uh, yeah, in the middle of June and we can actually start to get camp, hitch up, you know, and, and yeah, hopefully keep warm. <laughs> See snow, mm. toast a marshmallow or two.
0: Yeah, make it's, a snow angel it's or gonna two. Be,
1: yeah, it's it's an exciting moment to get that little step towards the yeah the bigger picture, and again, remind us to be thankful for every part of this process.
0: Yeah, well said.
1: Well, I, I guess the only other thing to talk about is the planning, you know, yes. and that we mentioned it last week. It stepped up a notch. We know now that we've got a a staged approach here in Australia Mm. um, and each of the states and territories in Australia have a different version of this, which does make it a little bit challenging. Uh, But as far as travel within the state, we know that that's coming in just a few weeks' time and and we are so excited about being able to see a little bit more of Tassie uh, before we yeah, really, just hit the road again, get onto that spirit of Tasmania and head back to the mainland
0: mm-hmm.
1: and already, you know, wanting more of Tasmania, to be uh, honest.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, we know that I'm sure there'll be many trips back to Tasmania yeah. over the next, gosh, few years, hopefully. Yeah, look. Who knows? But what else is exciting is thinking about Season 3 and starting some planning for Season wow. 3. That'll be really exciting.
1: And we'd love to share a little sneaky idea of what that is, but we have absolutely no idea.
0: (laughs) I'm looking at Paul like, what is it? We
1: had a plan. (laughs) We had a plan. Um, And this uh, extended, you know, whatever, it's going to end up three months in Tasmania Mm -hmm. extra to what we planned strong you know, curveball. Uh, as I've mentioned before, it's a first world problem <laughs> to, to, you know, muck up our travel plans. Look, we're we're thankful that we're we're safe and well and yeah. looked after, and that we don't know what's next. Oh, that that's the, the anticipation, isn't it amazing? Mm. How much anticipation is the joy in in this? You know, for yes. whatever it is that you're looking at in your life um, that that you've got to look forward to, that anticipation of it is really the juice of it, isn't it?
0: It absolutely is. And you know, you're going to say I've gone off on a tangent again, but you've really reminded me of some incredible authors and speakers that we absolutely love and Mm -hmm. have had the the privilege of... Um, yeah,
1: get to meet and spend time with.
0: Yeah. Um, and particularly uh, Esther Hicks who yeah. talks about being in that state of excited anticipation because that being in that state where you feel thrilled and excited and you have that sense of something great is coming and I can't wait for that, that's the juice that makes these incredible things in our lives come to fruition. So isn't it's a that, really good point. Is that see. the
1: flip side of of a nervous feeling? You know, like yes. so. You know, we've all had these.
0: Gosh, and haven't we had our own um, nervous feelings over God, the last the an- few weeks? The
1: anxiety, you know, and not to use that term lightly, but that we know we've experienced, and oh, well, certainly I can speak for myself that I've yeah
0: you know, had those moments
1: of not and knotted stomach and feeling of what the, what the, are we mm-hmm. going to do? What are we doing? How am I going to protect? How am I going to support my family? How am I going to look after this? What, what's the right thing mm-hmm. to do? What's, you know, should we not be doing? What does um, it
0: mean? What don't we know? And then you've got yeah. the
1: anticipation of something great um, happening or looking forward to. Mm-hmm. And that flip side of that coin is an, is a really good nervous energy, isn't
0: it? It's incredible. And it can seriously snap you out of that you know the i don't want to say the negative feelings because they're not negative feelings they're all feelings but can can snap you out of that state of anxiousness and overwhelm into a, a really beautiful happy place very quickly the
1: lower frequencies yeah, on the Yeah, that's bandwidth a better way of putting the, it at uh, the emotional scale as Esther Hicks would yes. say. Yes,
0: anyway, we love listening to Esther Hicks and there's lots of good gems Give in there. Give Jerry
1: a mention as well. well I know we he's no longer on planet Earth, but he it was mean good love to listen to Jerry.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. All right, I think we're going to wrap it up. Look at that. Look at all those notes that we didn't talk about. Mm. Well, that okay. just means
0: more goodness for next <laughs> podcast.
1: <laughs> we hope you're still with us right now. Uh, look, I'm
0: giving It's been a bit of a random one, hasn't <laughs> it, to be honest? It has. Mm.
1: We're going to give a shout-out to our YouTube channel, if I can say the word. YouTube channel, The Feel Good Family. Subscribe. Share with your friends. Uh, you know, we don't want to be those people that are, have you click the bell notification, but we are. <laughs> we want we want to keep bringing you this content. And we love it. Um, we love that you're a part of our community. So please do share it and do subscribe. Every Sunday night we have our YouTube episode. Mm-hmm. So check that out at six thirty PM.
0: Absolutely, and if you do subscribe and hit the bell no- notification, you'll get that delivered fresh to your inbox <laughs> <laughs> look well, you can also find us on our social media channels on instagram and facebook and of course at our website which is all the w's dot lots of goodness up there and we are updating that all the time so keep checking back
1: well thank you again for listening dream big look after your family
0: and happy trails Thank you.